Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Dark Trio. My name's Alex, and I could use your help. I'm writing because I saw Deep Rising for the first time last night and realized that I have a huge blind spot for 90s horror that isn't slasher or serial killer procedural. I have a few random reference points, like Ravenous, The Faculty, and The Relic, but what do you think I should watch to work on getting caught up on fun, schlocky horror from the decade? Thanks, and keep up the great work. Thanks, Alex. That's a really awesome question. And we always love to help try and fill in those blanks that people feel like they might have. So why don't we start with, I feel like either Megan or Zena is going to rip through so many that I don't even need to talk. So let's just start with one of them. Uh, Megan, let's start with you. Do you want me to just fire them off? Or? Uh, fire I, fire I off like uh, five or six of them. Okay. I didn't go crazy. I literally just did five because I didn't yeah. want to overwhelm uh Alex can always come back for more Rex. Let's oh, yeah. <laughs> give you a whole massive pile. Um, obviously, Dead Alive slash Brain Dead. Um, that yes. one is a favorite. That is gory as heck zombie movie. Uh, of course, I'm going to say Demon Knight because mm-hmm. it's one of my favorites ever. Uh, the Frighteners. In yes. the mouth of sadness. Uh, Mm-hmm. Um, and Jacob's Ladder. So I went kind of like goopy, zombie, monstery, Lovecraftian to steer clear of the slasher stuff. So yeah, I feel like Jacob's Ladder with Tim Robbins. Specifically, stick with the nineties. If you 90s. look up Jacob's Ladder, nineties horror. Yeah, but do, 90s, yeah. Sometimes when you look up a title, it'll show you the reboot, and you don't know. Like <laughs> yeah, Flatliners. Uh, don't be mistaken with that one. <laughs> uh, well, they, you know, they they tried. They're fine. They're, they're, they are what they are. It's tough. It's tough when you have fondness for the original and then you see the remake and you're like, okay, I see, I see what you were doing. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Zeno? You know what? I didn't listen. So I just decided that I just wanted to give 90s recommendations. Um, okay. So, yeah, but you know what? Love is love. I'm going to go with Mimic. Because I remember when yeah. I first watched Mimic, you know, um, it like ruined my life in the best way. <laughs> so, and then another one, uh, Virus. I feel like this movie gets mm. a lot of crap, but I like yeah. it. And there's a cool looking alien. Like that alien is really cool. 
the special the special effects are worth it the practicals yeah. in it are really cool yeah and then um leviathan like i feel mm-hmm. like, technically that's cheating because it's like 89 but you know what there are <laughs> <from> the bubble <laughs> yeah and then arachnophobia that's another one that just kind of mm-hmm. like ruined me um and nightbreed just in yep. case I, I think a lot of people watch nightbreed already and then this is the last one lords of illusions um mm-hmm. i really love the movie i think it's just such a good time yeah, Lord of Illusion, I think it just popped up again on Tubi. I think it popped up on a bunch of stuff again. I rewatched that not too long ago. That's a good one. Awesome. I'd actually really like to see a reboot of that with some updated CGI. That'd be really cool. Same, actually. Um, yeah. Yeah. I I thought, like, uh, Tremors, if you miss Tremors, go see Tremors. <laughs> uh, Anaconda, I thought, fit mm-hmm. into that pretty well, especially if you want some kind of cheesy like goofiness with some with a very big name cast yeah um obviously like wishmaster um sleepwalkers if you want to start getting real weird uh (laughs) dusk till dawn uh uh, john carpenter's vampires um what was another one i had idle hands i think idle hands was still in the 90s i think it was like 97 98 and and then the really the more obscure one that I have this weird fondness for is the Night Flyer. It's a mm. Stephen King adaptation, and it's really it's very Stephen King adaptation y, but it's just this weird kind of fun, just because it's just a little bit weird. It, it feels like a long version of a, ta- a long Tales from the Crypt episode, yeah. which is probably why I like it so much. So yeah, Alex, I, I hope that's enough for now. Uh, I think, yeah, that's that's enough for a week. Come back later. <laughs> yeah, for a week. Yeah. <laughs> come come back. Well, come back in two weeks before I forget. We, oh, that's there, true. Yeah, there won't be an episode next week. Uh, uh, some of us will be out of town. So just as a heads up in advance, so people aren't wondering if you're not on our socials to see when we post about that, uh, we are going to be uh, on break next week. Never mind. Never mind. No, no I was going to say, because you said some of us is going to be on vacation or I'll be away, you know, out of town. And I was going to say some of us will just be staring at a wall. That's me. <laughs> but okay. <never> mind. <laughs> hey, you don't know what I do on vacation. That's a, okay. that's a good time sometimes. Yeah. All right. Our second question came via social media. What is the grossest scene in a horror movie series you have ever seen? Thanks, Bebe in Virginia. Uh, let's start with you, Zena. Okay. Um, um, immediately what came to mind, I have two. Uh, the first one uh, from Zombie 2, like with the eyeball. Like, mm-hmm. I have a weird thing with my eyes and, just, like, I can't, like, wear contacts. I can't put eye drops in my eye. Like, I just, and I think it's because of this movie. Like, I just don't like anything near it. Plus, one time, never mind. All right. And then also, <laughs> <laughs> that's another story for for another time. Um, and then also, because I recently just rewatched this movie. Um, in the movie Dead End, there's a scene involving Len Shay's character that is just, it's, it's intriguing, but it's gross, and you just kind of want to die too, you know. And then last, I'm going to say society, but it's a good time because um, with one of my nieces, you know, she's trying to get into horror, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, I was going to, sh- I'm thinking about showing her that one. I know, right? That's a little bit much for a ten year old, right? But I mean, I watched it. 
<laughs> you turned out wonderfully. Yeah. I was th- I was trying to think because I get grossed out plenty when I watch movies, especially body horror. So it's sometimes it's kind of hard for me to forget one particular one. When sometimes I'm just like, well, this, I'm going to be grossed out real bad right now. Yeah. The one that stands out most for me, well, the two is one Antichrist. Um, mm-hmm. With Willem Dafoe, oh, there is a particular mutilation scene that happens in it that is very, very squirmy. Yeah. And then the other one I was thinking of, and I can't remember the name. It was a Xena pick for me really early on, and it it really triggered my tryptophobia. It was oh, like bite. the girl who starts what bite? bite bite. There it is, perfect. Yeah, I'm not even going to spoil why. I was about to spoil why. Go watch Bite if you haven't seen Bite. It's a really like it's it's again i know i say this a lot about movies that i don't necessarily enjoy watching but it's visually a really beautiful movie like mm. the shots of it are beautiful but oh my god if you have a problem looking at holes like i do <laughs> that's a hard look that's a hard look oh, yeah. how about you megan i realized cuz i was trying to think about what really grossed me out and it has to do i feel like if you're gonna have vomit and pus that's <laughs> probably going to be an entry point uh into an easy like test my gag reflex here so like we've talked about the custard scene in dead alive of brain course. dead before um the feeding times in audition oh, oh. <laughs> that, that instantly yeah. yeah and it's so minor but um the opening of cooties when they're going through these like chicken nuggets that set off the infection <laughs> oh. and the girl bites into that gushy thing like that yeah. not zombies gore no problem like i you know get cringe when there's an achilles tendon severing but it's mm-hmm. not gross like pus and vomit eating and stuff like that so yeah most of me the feebles i think Mm. when you start getting some body fluid into the mix yeah that that type of thing is instant but yeah well speaking of cringy but not gross welcome to the bloody disgusting podcast everyone the podcast where we discuss all the disgusting things we love in the horror world and to help us discuss the disgusting you know her as lead movie critic for bloody disgusting horror movie fanatic and journalist megan navarro hey megan hi and you know her from YouTube channel and website Real Queen of Horror and her infant love for the genre Zena Dixon. Hey, Zena. Hello. And I'm John. We are yeah. recording on our brand new software. So if things sound hey. weird, we are working on it. Yes. If you're listening to this on a Wednesday, it means that it actually worked this week. And we <laughs> oh. hope your week's been filled with all the best kinds of horror. If not, we're going to do a quick round the table for the movies, books, games, or anything else in horror that are making the three of us smile right now. Maybe there'll be things that'll make you smile too. So, Zena, what's been filling your heart this week? Sure, I've been watching a lot of awesome things. Don't you guys love when that happens and then you have to like <laughs> pick out what you're going to talk about? Yes, that's a nice so, problem. Yeah, it's wonderful. So, just my favorite picks: uh, Under the Bed from 2012 on Screenbox. This one follows two brothers. They team up to battle a creature under the bed. It's horrible because there's this family. They're pretty much cursed with this monster that lives under the bed, and they're destroying their family. And then there's like real life problems that these kids are getting blamed for. Even like with the older brother, he was actually sent away to reform school for years um, instead of going to juvie because of the death of his mother. 
which is really sad. So I will say this, it is very much like an, it's a slow burn indie movie. Um, I recommend when you first start out, like just have patience with it. But over time, things just get bonkers and the monster looks so awesome it gave me like pumpkin head and feast monster vibes you know which is really cool Mm. yeah so there's like plenty of gore and then overall there's like an airiness to it so again don't shy away um from like the modest budget i really really like this one a lot i felt like it felt like the 80s and if i would have checked this out as a kid because you know monsters under the bed i think that it would have just had me in the chokehold forever so but yeah if um if you guys are interested you can check it out it's available on Screenbox. i watched it on there but i know it's on other streaming services as well uh then the second thing i checked out um the supernatural horror the black cat from 1989 i watched it on dvd i bought a whole bunch of like things over the last couple of weeks uh movies mm-hmm. and stuff but this one's also free on youtube if you're interested in checking it out so this one follows uh follows an actress she starts to see visions of a witch character that she's playing named lavana um she's playing in a horror movie her husband's directing it and then yeah things are officially just they're just coming too real you know to life um this is kind of like the unofficial you know mother you know a part of like that franchise uh like type of thing so it's like it was never really approved type you know so it's just like the unofficial like sequel to our gentles yeah okay anyway point is yeah <laughs> um yeah uh i lost my train of thought it's fine it's fine but yeah in some places i do know that it does it's titled as demon six but honestly it has nothing to do with, like with the first two demons which is so weird so i guess maybe that's why they changed the name so yeah. like i said this follows like um a woman who's an actress. She's the leading actress in this film. Her husband is the director. And the movie's called, I'm probably going to butcher the name, but Suspiria the Profundus, you know? So it's supposed to be like the sequel to Suspiria in the film, which is really cool. And then, like I said, uh, things just start to get really weird because this witch um, is starting to terrorize the leading woman. Her name is Anne. And there's so much carnage. There's gore. The body count is just getting crazy. Um, there's possession, people are acting weird, and it's, you know, if you like 80s hair, green slime, exploding guts, throat slashings, and witches, you know, mm. I think that you'll enjoy this one. Um, in fact, I enjoyed it so much that I was just thinking, like, if I were a horror movie, I think that I would be this one, you know? Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's flawed, but it's fun, you know, a little spicy, and um, yeah, if you like Jalos, um, I think that you'll enjoy this, but if you just like, you know, Laura, obviously I think that you'll enjoy this as well. I will say this though. There's a lot of plot holes. I'm not going to lie. And I was also scratching my head like, what? With some stuff. <sighs> it's like, when did that happen? You know, but it's just, it's a lot of fun. So yeah, you can check it out. Again, it's free on YouTube just in case if you're like, I don't want to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Support creators. Come on. Yeah. yeah. How about you, Megan? Uh, So... Last week, I talked about Joe Lynch's Suitable Flesh and how much it kind of, uh, well, not kind of, but it harkened back to Stuart Gordon, which meant that I wanted to revisit Reanimator because it's always a good time. I love that yeah. movie so much. Um, I, it's on Screenbox. Uh, it originally was released in 1986 or, yeah, I think 86, 85, 86. Um, anyways, it is an H.P. Lovecraft story adaptation. It's uh, 
After an odd new medical student arrives on campus, a dedicated local and his girlfriend become involved in bizarre experiments centering, centering around the reanimation of dead tissue. I feel like that's a very almost clinical uh, set up <laughs> for what is a very wacky, over-the-top uh, horror comedy with such a good cast. Jeffrey Combs is so good as Herbert West. Uh, yes. Barbara Crampton. I mean, this is this is really like where they kind of broke out, um, at least for horror fans. So it's so good. And I feel like if you haven't seen it, or maybe you haven't seen it in a while, watch it. Um, because Suitable Flesh has a lot of ties to that world so there are some references to it visually which does not detract you don't have to watch reanimator but onyx the fortuitous and the talisman of souls which is coming out later this year also has some easter eggs and in jokes to reanimator so it's kind of i love that in 2023 you know reanimator is alive and well in contemporary horror so yeah good times good times watch it um and then i spent uh all of saturday pretty much going to Austin and hanging out for the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the video game pre-launch party. This will release on Steam and Xbox and PlayStation, and I don't even know what else, um, on August 18th, which is actually the movie. Like, if you remember the original 1974 crawl for Texas Chainsaw mm -hmm. Massacre, like mm -hmm. on August 18th, 1973. So it is, of course, releasing on August 18th. Which I love. Um, but anyway, this party was basically you had um, some of the people, well, definitely the, the developers there. Uh, you had Kane Hodder, who does Leatherface in the video game. He was hanging out and sneaking up and watching people play Leatherface. Um, Sean Whalen from uh, People Under the Stairs is who I first, what I first saw him in. But he's there. He was part of the game. Um, but yeah, so it's it's a multiplayer asymmetrical game based on the original movie. So I think there's three map pieces. Um, they're all, you'll recognize them if you've seen the movie. It's a really gorgeous looking game and very detailed, very detailed. And it's three versus four. So three family members versus four victims and if you are a victim you start on a meat hook in a basement and you have Whoa. to free yourself and if you are among the family members your goal is to catch the ones that free themselves and kill them before they get freed and you feed blood to grandpa i did not get a chance to play a uh, victim i i was too obsessed with playing the family so you know you've got Leatherface, obviously, and the cook and the hitchhiker. And the hitchhiker was there. The original actor who played the hitchhiker was there, too. Wow. Um, and then Christina Cleave voices a new character called Sissy. That I really liked her. So I won't go all into the details because, obviously, it's coming out in August and everybody will try it for themselves. But if you like asymmetrical games, you love horror, you love Texas Chainsaw Massacre, it's really fun. I enjoyed mm -hmm. myself. Oh, yeah, that's what I did. Nice. I tried to wade into my to be watch list and I randomly chose a movie not knowing anything about it. And what popped up was 1984's Bloodbath at the House of Death. <laughs> Six scientists investigate strange phenomenon at the creepy Headstone Manor, the site of a mysterious massacre years earlier that took the lives of 18 guests in one night. Before I start, have either of you seen this? I have not. I'm just sold on the title. Mm -hmm. 
I don't think I have. <laughs> so <laughs> I thought this was going to be a horror movie. Uh, uh, it's, it is, it's really more like the creators of airplane made a horror movie. Uh, it's, it's like Saturday it, the 14th sounding. Yeah. Satire. It's pure satire. But back when like movie satires were still pretty good, even when they weren't great. Like now I feel like jokes get so shoehorned in that it was kind of, um, on the tales of like scary movie. Even scary movie, this is kind of hit or miss for me with some of the jokes. Like they, they, like, yeah. Like I always think of stuff like the Naked Gun and and Airplane because it's just in world ridiculousness that isn't kind of like shoehorned in as hey, remember the scene out of this movie that we're gonna do totally do a callback to, and yeah. the, the with this whole series of movies after that, like date movie and. I think it was called like epic movie and things like that, that were all just parodies of a bunch of other movies within a movie instead yeah. of being a parody inside just, just being a movie with farcical things happening within it. And that's what this is. Gotcha. And it doesn't necessarily make a lot of sense, especially towards the <laughs> end. I'm like, what is going on? But it's got Vincent Price in it being pretty ridiculous so that in itself is kind of worth a watch although one of the main scenes with him it it's it it's a product of 1984 so go into it with a little bit of oh this might be a little bit awkward translating um but generally speaking it was fun because it was it was just goofy like i i thought it was going to be scary and it was not and it was just kind of silliness and there's this whole long scene where they're trying to figure out how people died. Like they're trying to add up the deaths. It's like, <laughs> Oh no, 18 people. Cause four died in the bed. Two got struck by lightning. Da, da, da. They were trying to go through all of it. And it was like, it's turned into like this bar fight of people trying to argue about who died, what, when, and where. And so, yes, it's, it's very, very silly. Um, so if you're looking for a, a, a silly horror satire that you've never heard of, check out bloodbath at the house of death on Tubi. That title. Yeah. Well, that's what got me. That's why I was curious. I didn't I didn't even watch the trailer before watching. I was like, this, all right, I'm in. What do we got? <laughs> and it was it was much like its title, silly. Uh and then I got my next thing is my Father's Day gift from my Aww. kids, or one of my Father's Day gifts, which was 2023's edition of Creep Show Comic, Volume One. How cool. And it's Creep Show. Basically, if you've seen the remakes on Shudder, if you've seen any of the original Creepshow comics, it's just like that. It's an anthology book style, like old Tales from the Crypts and, and Tales of Suspense and and obviously Creepshow. Um, stories like Take One, the, uh, I think it's pronounced Gorgon Mora Tree, uh, Hair, Come Out, Come Out, Wherever You Are. Bunch of stories, really beautiful, like fun artwork, very nostalgic for people who remember those old comics or just like those original old series. Mm -hmm. um, really like it and check it out. I'm looking forward to the next uh, or getting the next volume too. And nice. based on Megan's recommendation, I'm not going to dig too much into it, but I did go see 2023's The Blackening. Yeah. Did you have tacos? I did have tacos. <laughs> I had tacos yeah. and tequila before seeing it. Yeah. Yeah. And. 
I, I'm not, I'm, I'm obviously I'm not going to rehash it because Megan just talked about it last week. Other than the fact that I mentioned that I watched it because I really enjoyed it. And she is right. The ensemble cast in that movie, it has more, um, it has more chemistry with an, as an on-screen cast, probably yeah. since any cast I've seen since X. Yeah. And, and I would ar- uh, almost argue more because it is so, f- there is such a familiarity to them. Like there, there was a beautiful casual ease in X with the the cast members. Like they, they were, uh, just their dynamic. But in this, it felt like a group of old college friends getting together, um, to be involved in this. And it's very funny. And I, my wife and I were the only white people in the theater. And I honestly actually think it made the movie better because it's different when it's a quiet, this was not a quiet theater. It was a theater who was happy to be yeah. there and was enjoying the jokes and the mm-hmm. inside jokes and the O'Reilly and just all these. And some of the things that I, I totally missed the, the, the cultural references that people were loving. Like it, it's, it's a really different experience. And I know certain States, they just, their, their theater experiences are way different. Like they are yeah. pe- like, audiences are, are bigger they do get bigger reactions and maybe it's mm-hmm. a minnesota thing maybe it's a white thing i don't know but most of the time it's a very quiet theater like it's reverence it's Shh, i'm trying to listen to the movie sort of thing but it's not but there's a difference between there being noise in the theater and a theater full of people enjoying the movie and yeah, that's what this was great. Yeah, yeah and it made it so fun to like be a part of those reactions that i've never i haven't really gotten to experience before um, but yeah, just genuinely just a fun movie and probably one of my front runners for my favorite movies that I've seen this year too, Wow! because okay. it, it was just a really fun time like playing off the stereotypes and acknowledging the stereotypes, like being meta, but not meta at the same time, right. like being like, so, because sometimes movies will try to be self-aware as an excuse for what they're doing, but that's not what this felt like. No, like it's it's kind of a hard it's a it's a tough description without a, a better example but sometimes it'll be like a wink at the camera and in this case like yes there actually is a <laughs> wink at the camera or at least a nod to the camera but it just works within the context of everything that's going on is i had a lot of fun i totally recommend this one before we move on what did we watch and how did we watch it i checked out under the bed on Screenbox and the black cat on dvd but it's also free on youtube I watched Reanimator on Screenbox and I got to test drive the Texas Chainsaw Massacre video game, which will be out on August 18th. Yay. Nice. I watched 1984's Bloodbath at the House of Death on Tubi. I read the new Creepshow comic volume one and I watched The Blackening in the theater. And I don't need homework this week because crazy summer schedule with the kids, everything else. So I'm going to default back to my Tubi watch list and just find out what else I've bookmarked that I have no concept of what I'm about to watch. Okay. Well, they seem like there's some goodies on your list. Evidently. Yeah. We'll find out in two weeks. I've got two, I've got two weeks to find a couple of good ones. So we'll see what happens. You want to find one. At least one. I'll find one. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, 
Did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. All right, enough about what we've been watching this week. It's time for Megan to bring us up to speed on the news and trending topics in the world of horror. So what's going on, Megan? I think that maybe you'll be glad that I made you watch Marianne because the trailer for Cobweb debuted last week. Uh, Mm. So maybe you'll get excited about it. I don't know. Um, But Samuel Bowden, the creator of Netflix horror series Marianne, returns to the genre with Lionsgate, Lionsgate, that's words, that sounds crazy. You ever say a word over and over and it just sounds weird. Lionsgate's horror movie, Cobweb. Plum. 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 Banana. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to derail. Um, So yeah, the official trailer debuted online last week. It hits theaters on July 21st, and the official trailer introduces Lizzie Kaplan, who starred in the Castle Rock series. I don't know if any of you watched that. Um, Anthony Starr is in this movie, who is terrifying in The Boys, so he's already starting off at a place with mistrust. I'm watching you, Anthony Starr. (laughs) Uh, they star as parents who seemingly can't be trusted. I don't know why. They're really good at playing crazy in other shows. (laughs) Um, Their dark secrets will be revealed this summer. Eight-year-old Peter is plagued by a mysterious constant tap, tap, tap from inside his bedroom wall, a tapping that his parents insist is all in his imagination. As Peter's fear intensifies, he believes that his parents could be hiding a terrible, dangerous secret and questions their trust. And for a child, what could be more frightening than that? Uh, this was written by Chris Thomas Devlin, who wrote last year's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So, yeah, I don't know if you watched. I'm not going to lie. I kind of skipped the trailer and just saw an image of Lizzie Kaplan and I was like, sold. Don't watch the trailer. I, yeah, I didn't watch it. I just watched the teaser. I couldn't I couldn't stop my eyes. You know, they yeah. did it on their own. And I'm so excited <laughs> about this. It kind of sounds like a like a Goosebumps episode, you know? Yeah. Yeah. A little storybook bedtime scary story ish. Yeah, so like I watched the trailer uh before we serve recording and yeah, I I don't trust Homelander and anything I'll ever see him <laughs> in ever again because right? I have to assume that he has shown what kind of a range he creates and no director is going to be like, "Well, yeah, let's get this guy, but let's make him normal." Like, nah, <laughs> let's make him normal. Don't waste that. That's like <laughs> th- that's like casting Will Ferrell or Jack Black and being like, "No, be the straight man." Like, what? No, you don't do that. Um, but also, it, the trailer seemed pretty spoilery. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. It, so, yeah, don't watch. I, I'm, I think the movie looks great. It looks terrifying okay. for a lot of different reasons. But if you have any passing interest and you have not watched the trailer, I don't recommend it. Because it does seem fairly spoilery. Got it. Yeah. Well, good to know, but... So you can, you know, make the choice. The choice yeah. is yours. But just know that it comes out on July 21st. So it's really close. That's a month away. So, yeah. And then something that is maybe a year away, we'll see. Because I kind of feel like 
it goes without saying, or maybe it, it doesn't go without saying that with the, the writer strike and potential other strikes, mm. um, things can get shifted. So we <laughs> shall see all of that preamble to say that Evil Dead and Don't Breathe director Fede Alvarez is directing the next installment of the Alien franchise, which will notably be the first Alien movie released by Disney. So I'm going to pretend that a Xenomorph is a Disney princess now. Um, <laughs> At least the queen. The queen least, is yeah, officially queen, a Disney queen, princess. She she was a princess in her adolescence, and now she's a queen. But at some point, she she hung out with Cinderella, I'm sure. They had tea. Um, but Disney dated Alvarez's Alien for August 16th, 2024. So a summer bubble-ish movie, kind of heading into Halloween. Anyways, the, pro- the project doesn't yet have an official title, so it's just Fady Alvarez's alien movie or disney's alien movie, whatever you want to call it um it stars kaylee spaney she was in pacific rim uprising the craft legacy bad times at the el royale she's really good in that yeah um yeah so the project is described as an original standalone feature uh prot- plot details are being kept in a cryo chamber isn't that cute but as opposed to other movies, which focuses on like adults in corporate or militaristic or scientific roles, this uh, what will be the ninth installment of the franchise is going to focus on a younger group of people. Ooh. So, yeah, I think that's interesting. Um, in the ninth entry, the uh, a group of young people on a distant world find themselves in a confrontation with the most terrifying life form in the universe. So is this going to be like a teen slasher in space? Don't 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 quote me on that. Don't or don't <laughs> hold me to it. I should say. Um, yeah, I'm in either way. Alvarez co-wrote the script with Ro- Roto Siegis. They did Evil Dead 2013 together. So yeah. And uh, if you want some original horror, well, Cobweb's original, so we went original franchise back to original. The breakout star of Yellow Jackets and the Boogeyman, Sophie Thatcher, has joined the cast of the upcoming Companion for New Line mm-hmm. Cinema. This was announced back in February. Uh, Barbarian director Zach Kreger is producing. Um, Companion stars Harvey Guillen, who's most famous for What We Do in the Shadows. He's done other stuff, too. I just really like that show, and that's about to have a fifth season soon. Uh, Lucas Gage, Megan Suri, Jack Quaid, who is in Scream, and The Boys. So maybe it's a boys theme week. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) Described as a sci-fi horror movie, Companion will mark the directorial debut of Drew Drew Hancock, who also wrote the script. Uh, Plot details are under wraps. We know who's in it, we know who's behind it, and we know that it's sci-fi horror, but beyond that, we don't know. Um, And we have probably talked about Companion earlier this year. It was won by New Line in a hot horror auction at the beginning of the year. war movie. It was actually going to be Kreger's follow-up to Barbarian, um, but then he switched gears to tr- focus on his own script, Weapons. Uh, so he, that's also casting at New Line. So, yeah, so he's going to be producing this one instead. Very oh, cool. Yeah. All right, listeners, your turn. Are we finally going to get a Xeno more full of teenage angst? Plum. <laughs> Plum? <laughs> Plum. Hmm. <laughs> You can call or text us at 224-475-1040. The number is also in the show notes, or feel free to email us at bediscussingpodcast at gmail.com. Finally, Xena is going to make all our lives easier in the sea of horror movie options and clue us in on what's appearing soon that we should be watching. So, Xena, what should we be watching? 
we have some cool stuff coming out this week. So first up on Tuesday, the 20th. So by the time this episode is out, the Japanese sci-fi body horror, New Religion, will be available on Screenbox. And the film, after her daughter's death, divorced Miyabi, begins working as a call girl. One day she meets an unsettling customer who wants to take pictures of her body parts. Ew. Soon she realizes <laughs> that every time she allows her body to be photographed, her daughter's spirit gets closer. She must decide how far she is willing to go to connect with her daughter once again. Then on Friday, the 23rd, we have Quicksand. This will be available on Shutter. This one follows a married couple. They're almost on, you know, the verge of divorce. And they become trapped in Quicksand while hiking through a rainforest in Colombia. They will battle the elements of the jungle and must work together in order to survive. This is another one where it's like, I think that the trailer came out and I was avoiding it so much because it seems like it's going to be one of those films where, you know, it's going to be mainly one location. So you kind of want to be surprised type of thing but we'll see i don't know that's just my thoughts okay then on tuesday the 27th we have the tank so uh, you will be able to own it on dvd or blu-ray after mysterious after mysteriously inheriting an abandoned coastal property ben and his family accidentally unleash an ancient long dormant creature that terrorized the entire religion including his ancestors for generations then of course evil dead rise will be available on dvd and blu-ray so just in case if you loved it so much yippee kaye you can own it <laughs> then we also have the gates this will be available on vod and dvd so a serial killer has been sentenced to death by um, electric chair in London in the 1890s. But in this final, in his final hours, he puts a curse on the prison he's in and all who's, all of those who are in it. And then last and certainly not least, we have Hunter Kill Her. This will be available on DVD. A janitor in a furniture factory finds herself in a fight for her life when she becomes the target of a tennis, of a sinister masked um, intruders. And then of course, just in case if you missed it, somehow the blackening is available in theaters. You should go check it out in theaters. Have a good time. Get yourself some popcorn, maybe some nachos or some tacos and just go Tequila. watch it. Yeah. Tequila, just <laughs> go have a good time. Also, Bloody Disgusting TV is always available and of course Screenbox. Yeah. Did I see Evil Dead Rise is going to be streaming soon too? It's streaming yeah. now. Is it on it HBO? Yes. When I checked last night, it was there. Okay. Or it's called Max now. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, that's right. They needed to rebrand again. Yeah. Oh, that's sure. Why not? Mm. All right. <laughs> and that's a bloody disgusting <laughs> podcast for this week, everyone. If you'd like to read more from Megan, you can check out her reviews at bloodydisgusting.com and on Twitter at Haunted Meg. Xena can be found on her own website, realqueenofhorror.com, and the YouTube channel of the same name, or at Lovely Xena on Twitter. And you can hear me on my weekly horror narration podcast, Creepy. Don't forget to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast app, and feel free to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at bdisgustingpod, or drop us an email at bdisgustingpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to check out all things bloody disgusting on TikTok at be disgusting, where we may start showing up. Yippee. We'll see how this goes. Yeah. So for this week, I'm John. I'm Megan. I'm Zena. Grab some popcorn, cozy up on the couch, and watch something you love. Just make sure it's something bloody. Plum. 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 Banana. <laughs>
Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T R Y L I F E M D.com.